Hi everyone and welcome to the Rugby Elim podcast. Rugby Elim is a multicultural community of passionate Christians who have experienced the transforming power of Jesus in their lives. We believe Jesus has called us to bring his life, love and hope to every nation and generation. To find out more about us and our upcoming groups and gatherings, please visit rugbyelim.org. UK. Or you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for joining me for this podcast in our series, Jesus Said What? Where we're thinking about some of the challenging statements Jesus made. This time I'm talking about injunctions like hate your father and mother and leave your father and mother. Leave your father and mother is not, as you might think, some hard-hearted attempt to break up families. Rather, Jesus is quoting from Genesis 2.24. A man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. He's speaking of the importance of marriage as the joining of one man and one woman in one flesh and of the necessity for the couple to loosen their ties to their parents to enable the marriage to flourish. I expect we're all aware of marriages which have encountered challenges because this has not happened. It's clear from Jesus' teaching and actions that he holds family in high regard. When healing a demon-possessed man, he urged him to go and tell his family what Jesus had done for him. He ministered frequently to family members brought to him for healing by other members of their families. He was concerned for the families of his disciples, even healing Peter's mother-in-law. He urged his followers to obey the commandment to honour your father and mother, which incidentally is the only commandment with a promise attached to it. Honour your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Honouring your parents is good for you. Jesus spoke of the importance of love and care for children and of the critically important responsibility of caring for them and of condemnation for those who do not. But perhaps the most powerful image is of when Jesus himself hung dying on the cross. His mother and the disciple John were standing nearby, and Jesus said to his mother, Here is your son, and to John, Here is your mother, and in so doing, entrusted his mother to the care of his closest disciple before he died. Despite all this, there are some perplexing statements that Jesus makes about families. Nowhere does he command followers to leave their families, but he frequently speaks of the cost of being a follower. For example, when he was in the midst of a crush of people in a house and his family came wanting to see him, Jesus was told they were outside. And he replied, Who is my mother or my brother's? And then looking at those following him, he said, Whoever does the will of God is my brother, my sister, and my mother. On another occasion, he was inviting people to follow him. And one of them said, Okay, uh, can I just go and bury my father first? Jesus responded, Follow me, 
and let the dead bury the dead. Again, when Peter was talking to Jesus about the cost of following him, Peter said, we've left all and followed you. Jesus replied, there is no one who's left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time and in the age to come eternal life. And finally, in Luke 14, 26, Jesus said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. So how are we to understand these? On the occasion when Jesus' family were trying to reach him in the crush, we don't actually know what happened next. Clearly Jesus was wanting to say to the crowd that everyone who followed him was precious, being like a family member to him. But that didn't mean his flesh and blood family weren't important. I actually don't see this as a harsh incident, as is sometimes assumed. My hunch is that having made his teaching point, Jesus then turned to his family and said, Hi, good to see you, what do you want? We just don't know. As for the man who wanted to bury his father before following Jesus, it seems most likely that the man's father was actually still alive. This man wouldn't have been out in public if his father had just died. That would have been against the rules of the Jews at that time. So in effect, what the man was saying, can I not follow you for now? But in due course, when eventually my father dies and I've buried him, then I can think about following you. But Jesus is saying we can't make excuses for refusing to follow him. There's no better time than the present. It's also a mistake to think when Jesus said, follow me, and the Bible says, for example, the disciples left their nets and followed him, It's wrong to think they then went off and abandoned their other responsibilities. That's not the case at all. We still see the disciples at their homes after this, fishing from their boats when they're following him. In the third instance, Jesus is spelling out the reality that obedience can be very costly. He's not commanding people to leave their homes and family members far from it. But for some people, the consequences of following Jesus may be very costly indeed. Here Jesus is promising that whatever the cost, the reward both on this earth in terms of our Christian family and in eternity will far outweigh whatever we lose. And the final instant takes it another step further. As Lynette explained so clearly in her talk on Sunday, This is about putting God first in our life, about being willing to obey him, whatever the cost. When Jesus says we're to hate our family and even our own life, it's rhetorical. It means to desire something less than we desire something else. This instruction was especially appropriate in Jesus' day since a decision for Jesus would mean rejection by family and persecution, even to the point of death. Those who feared family disapproval or persecution would not come to Jesus.
But our love and commitment to him is to be so great that in comparison it's like hating our families. Lynette spoke of how responding to God's call to love and serve him in the Philippines was so hard for her, but expressed her love for him in a way that meant it seemed like hating her family, though she explained to us she loves them dearly. Whilst following Jesus may be costly for us and our families, we've already seen through Jesus' words and deeds, each one of us is to love our father and mother. Thanks for listening today. Next time it's Jesus said what? Sell your possessions. Did he really say that? I hope you'll join me then. Goodbye. Goodbye.